AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jacksonville, Florida, you already know what time it is. Duval County, Jack Town. You already know what time it is, man. It's the 85 South Show, September 11th. Where we going? The best of the arena. We coming live, so get your tickets. You already know what it is, man. I was just there a couple weeks ago at Dracula's Lair, and all y'all said y'all was coming, man. So make sure you get your tickets. September 11th. 11th. Jacksonville, Duval County. Duval County. Where we doing when we going down to Duval? 85 South Dakota's podcast, September 11th. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Duval, we coming bike. Jacksonville, we coming bike. Duval County. Vice Star Veterans Arena. Get your tickets. We see y'all on September 11th. No, everybody, you only you only work with good motherfuckers. Oh shit. Hey man, everybody good. on this list good in the motherfucker. Pink, pink, she dope. she good as fuck. Man, pink good than the motherfucker. Yeah, nigga, you done work with so many people. This shit just say various artists. <laughs> <laughs> just like everybody came through. And then you gonna ask me why why we want you on here? We could just ask you about one song, and that'd be a whole episode. Big Boy, Bow Wow. This ain't gonna work with Big Boy and Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was two different times. <laughs> the Dungeon Family. That's like 75 people if you really know Atlanta. <laughs> That's Outcast, Future, TLC, Usher, Rico Wade. Basically, if you ever recorded a hit song in Atlanta, you had to be around somebody in the Dungeon family. You know how they had that thing where it was like, everybody in the last 15 NBA Finals and been Shaq teammate. <laughs> Nigga, every piece of good shit that there ever came out of Atlanta, somebody from the Dungeon family was over there. Yeah, that, that's real shit, actually. That's yeah. real yeah, shit? Yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we ground this shit, man. We, we, we from it, so it's... it's it feel different. Man, I'm just looking at the list. This ain't even, the list cut off. It's still 10 years of shit that you done that don't nobody <laughs> even know 
even the internet was like, man, ask him. So catch from after 2011, man, tell me some more shit. Man, um, shit. Went to Atlantic, um... See how normal this shit is to you. It's like, it's like you switch jobs. Went to Atlantic. Uh, what we do at Atlantic? We, we sold a lot of records over there. Yeah, that's um, one of the biggest record companies in the world. And and reconnected with Pharrell over there like that. Me and him. When did you connect with him? You're just gonna start the story when y'all reconnected. Wait a minute. <laughs> Welcome back to the '85 South Show. <laughs> you see the shorts on the table. You see the hoodies. Be great. This is one of the greatest. <laughs> I'm looking at a list of all your favorite songs, and you didn't even know that KP had something to do with it. Welcome to the trap, KP. Hey, man, appreciate Come it. Come on, man. Look, man. we're not even worthy. We done had a lot of Atlanta legends come through here, and don't act like you ain't one of them. You be downplaying all this shit, but you got to come over here and give us your version of the pieces of Atlanta history that you done been a part of. Look at this list. Do you remember this shit? Yeah, all of it. All right, bet. And then the, you got to tell me about the shit that ain't on here. <laughs> like, let me see. Um, so you said you yeah, reconnected with, with Pharrell. How did you connect with him? How did you start all of this? Um, Clearly it was around 1990. No, this shit hit in 96, yeah, so, so you had to be doing it about 93 at least. So, no, 90, 90 what, having to go to school went to Tri-Cities where, like, outcast. See what escaped. I'm saying? You even um, went to a historical... Atlanta High School. Okay, yeah. I'm from Vi- DC City. went over there for a minute. That's the one he got through out of, I think. So here's the thing. So I did a bunch of that. Like, I um, went to Mays. Got, they asked me to leave. Um, I know for a fact they went to Mays. Yeah. That, okay. District, they don't, they, they don't want everybody there. Um, so um, went to Lake Show. Oh, I did a, a tour. I went to all the high schools. Okay, and, basically. And in doing that, I met a bunch of people. Okay. But I, I graduated from Tri-City, which is where Outkast... Both of them went. Candy, Keenan from Saturday Night Live. It's like a bunch of people went in this time period. Exactly. And all of us were working. We all knew we wanted to do shit. It was like talent show kids. And yeah, and, and we started working. And at that time, LA and Babyface and Pebbles moved to Atlanta. Like they met T Boz, who was a friend of, of mine, who went to, she was a TLC, I'm sorry, T Boz from TLC. Right. Um, she was my homeboy who was in the group with me, his brother's girlfriend. So it was like all these weird, everybody was just randomly connected. Right. And then, you know, and, and they got a deal. And on one of their video shoots, um, they were doing an audition for the video, Baby, Baby, Baby. And um, Tiana was like, yo, y'all should come down. Bring the group, y'all see if y'all can, we can, we can slide, I'm gonna figure out how to get y'all, <laughs> if I can slide y'all in to get Pebbles to see y'all. And I brought my turntables. We set up, and Pebbles was like, "Well, if I'm a, if I'm a watch you, you, what you gonna do for me?" And I was like, "Yeah, like that's how I felt." And and she was like, "You know, like I'm here auditioning. I, I need people for a video. Like if you'll be in the video, then yeah, I'll watch you." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, bet, yeah, hell yeah, I'll take one for the team." I didn't know what it meant, so it wasn't like a a thing yet. And um, so anyway, she was like, "You gonna be Chili's boyfriend in the video." And yeah, okay. And that's how it's and that's, and so from then. Who on, don't want that job? Yeah, right. That, I was like, all right, that cool. So that and that's how it started. Like we got pulled in. Pebbles brought me in and kind of opened up the back door so I could see like how shit worked. Like the first time I ever met with her, she had me come down to a video set, like an editing bay, where she was editing like a TLC video. 
and like explaining to me why certain shit was happening. So I was like, you know, I was always intrigued by that part. And eventually she was like, you know what, you really do have an interest and in, in a knack for the understanding because you speak both both sides. Like you ain't really tripping like like on, on people who work at the record company, like thinking you, know, you got to be a different kind of way. But you also are, are delivering the message, you know, in a way that it's understood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she was like, you should you should be with L.A. Like you should work with L.A. So she's the person who put me on with, with L.A. Reid, who brought me in to start doing A&R. So that's how I got in as an executive. Man, and you just been turning that shit up every... Look at this shit. Somebody find the other years. <laughs> Can't find the other years, man. <laughs> Tony Braxton, bro. That's, you worked on one of the biggest songs yeah, you make of me our high. generation. Well, that that was... I mean, like I, the, the, the hard part about taking credit for shit like that is like she was already Tony Braxton. Like, oh, exactly, but you came when that happened. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bet. No, That's one of her I, biggest but, songs. But I was able to, like, just connect some shit like my homeboy Bryce who was in this group Groove Theory was like they dope producer. as hell as fuck so he producing and Babyface like I'm at LaFace so I'm, I'm connected to Babyface so I'm like man it'll be hard if Babyface wrote over one of your tracks like one of them hard ass records and he wrote you're making me hot for that <laughs> you just, would you see how you tell the shit so normal man that, this is fucking crazy <laughs> You know how good you have to be at music for Babyface to even talk to you? <laughs> well, no. Nah, actually, you know, you just got to not be scared of Babyface. But I'm saying, like, then when you're not scared of him, you, you have to really you, deliver you, some you, good you, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Babyface. Yeah, he's Babyface. He writes songs like, yeah. Yeah, end of the road. Sing that. It's over. Yeah, can we talk? You can't even name all the shit that Babyface. No, you can't. Yeah, so that's why this shit, like, well, I can't trip, because I know Babyface. I see him, I, like, the niggas I know are, like, really, like... Bro, if he come to the trap, we shutting this bitch down. We not even going to record no, nothing else in here. They got to move. We we, we <laughs> a new location, bro. <laughs> yeah, y'all actually might want to just go to his house or some shit, like... Bro, nah, because then we're not going to want to go back to our house. <laughs> his shit way nice, too nice. I wouldn't even feel nice enough to go over Babyface house. Hey, nah, man. Those where you at? I ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's Babyface, man. I'm not coming. Hey, man. Babyface cool. I believe that, man. Like you know, you from like Ohio. Okay. Like they, they, they just, they some dudes, man. Like they really cool as hell. Who is they? Is Babyface in some more Yeah, like L.A. L.A. Babyface. Oh, okay. My, I thought my, you. Oh, my, I, thought yeah, baby, like, I thought when you met Babyface, you had to meet like a group all the Babyface. <laughs> like, hey, we are Babyface. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you made it sound. Like, yeah, like it's a group of niggas. Yeah, they cool. Man. Like Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. It's a group. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. fuck with Bruno Mars, man. That nigga, him and Anderson Pack, they got some. Yeah, that's it. Like, I, like here's the thing. I love Anderson. Anderson, his shit is dope, dope. To me. Yeah. Like, I, I rock with, with Bruno. He's, he's a great, he's great entertainer. Great and I feel like he is the perfect mix of everybody. He is, man. And that's what it is. It's like, he's a, he's a, yeah, he's like a little super He's every super nationality. He yeah. could be anybody. He's a, like, he just, he fit everywhere, bro. I think jam. He could be at a Floyd Mayweather fight. He could be at the Manny Pacquiao Play- birthday party. <laughs> Playboy, Mansion. Playboy Mansion, the Soul Train Award, the BT Super Bowl, Awards. 
Bruno Mars. You can show up a Gucci Man spot. It can be with Gucci a Man. Gucci Man and a Bruno Mars. That's a hit. But they got one. They no got name. one. Hi. Exactly. Hi. That, exactly. Gucci Man and Bruno Mars. Wow. Yeah, Bruno. They need a whole album. Actually, I just want Bruno to do. He should do like an album with everybody he like. He should. I think he should do one song with everybody in the industry. He's multicultural like that. Yeah. He get. Don't worry about that. Just mean the chicken rib. <coughs> oh shit! What? What we got? I don't know what the fuck that mean. What happened? The light died or some shit. Whatever. It's a sign though that we on the right path. Bruno Mars can do music with anybody. Light bulb idea. I get it. Hey man, what type of advice do you give people when they ask you about the music industry? Because clearly you've seen it go from actual physical hard copies to a digital age and you know it's only a few people that have really broke through on the digital age like man honestly, and this and this ain't because of the shirt but it's like really it's like be like i would normally used to say be dope just be dope like that shit will cut through and get you to have the opportunity to learn all the other shit right but have something that nobody else can do like if you can fuck around and do something that, that some intangible shit, intangible shit, and I'm like, and nobody can tell you, <coughs> nobody can tell you what that is. No. So it's like, but you got to be the best version of yourself. Like you got to be cool enough with yourself to like receive that shit. Like that's why people. That's why Tip is Tip, because he really is. That's just who he is. So every message or everything that comes through is it's unadulterated because it's like he ain't putting shit on it. Keep that shit real. That's the first step to being great. Yeah, yeah, man. And you got to be able to tune out criticism. Yeah, that, that shit, man. Listen, if you, if you ask for some advice, listen to it, filter it out, and see what works for what you're trying to do. Right. Some of it might, some of it ain't. Some people don't know how to listen to advice. Uh, you got to, like, you. sometimes the whole advice might not work. Nah. Sometimes the whole advice be too big for your situation. You just got to take the part. Yeah, like, oh. Like, this part worked. I ain't fucking with that yet, but later on you gotta remember the whole shit. But you can only apply the shit that worked for you. But that's the part, like okay, and be aware of your, like self awareness, bro. In the moment, yeah, you gotta be aware all the time. Like if you want to do this, because it's it's you in a world of creative people. It's people making up shit all the time. Exactly. And you gotta figure out how to ride this wave of creates creativity, but remain real in it, right? And that shit was a whole nother level of awareness. Like, I just assume, like, if you're surfing, like, the awareness you have with the water, you got to have that kind of, that level of concentration and awareness riding this shit. Don't you hate this shit when you had in the Capri Sun, Strong won't come out? Yeah, because they know you can do to make this thing cool. You got to get some scissors. Like, somebody, there you go. Shit, I hate that. That's the most uncool shit you can do Don't on this show. Though. But I always drink some... Drink some kind of, you know, juice when a nigga starts saying real shit. Yeah, you didn't give up. I never will. That's part of my perseverance. Yep. Put that on my on the wall by my name. Perseverance. Never give up. Never gave up. Got it out the mud. Where's the mud, by the way? Shit, I'm from Mississippi. Yeah, the mud, mud is everywhere. 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 Shit, my driveway. <laughs> hey, man. That's the Aries. Marvin Gaye? Yeah, he the one. Check this out. We got the same birthday. Oh, shit. That's why I'm here. He's my official, unofficial co-host. That's what's up. We take Marvin Gaye everywhere, bro. 
You should, you know. Hell yeah. What kind of shit do you think you and Marvin Gaye would have got into in the studio? Mm-hmm. Musically. Arguments. Uh, oh. Possible, no, definitely. Only just arguments. I mean, because... I don't know, man. I don't know that Aries do well together in that kind of space. Who you argue with the most in the studio? All these greats. Argue with the most? Yeah. Tip. And I, and I, but I, I don't argue. We don't argue. But debates are like, they're like intense. Like they're Just about random shit? Anything. Anything. Like just cause. Like just cause. That's just how. That's part of the creativity. Of, it is, but but you know, it's the reason why he can write a Ti versus Tip because mm. he really is. He's arguing with you to hear the whole part. Like, what's your whole point to have an understanding? Like, I've never seen nobody argue as much <coughs> as much as him, but he does it with with. He actually listens to the other part. Like, I think most people be arguing just to hear themselves be loud. Mm. He really trying to get like a real like like a. Convicted. He's argumentative, point. though. He's Absolutely. Who's second then? Because I, I figured it would be him. Really? Second. Put a list of shit out. That's all we got for now. Mm. I mean, we ain't mean no disrespect because no, we know no, you no, did no, a lot of shit. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's all the internet allow us to have. You know, times is hard. <laughs> they cutting back on everything, even information. <laughs> they get brought back down to 3G. Um. I'm telling you, when we got to the second page, they were just like, ask him. That's what it said on the bottom. Hey, man, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> so, listen. Um, pro- oh, you know what? Because we've known each other long, it's probably Outcast. Like, and not Outcast, the both of them, but me and Big Boy. For real? Yeah. So, yeah. you've been all like in the creative process with them, bro. They probably got some great shit that the world never heard. Absolutely. Like there's a version of like uh, CeeLo singing happy. It's crazy. CeeLo Green mm-hmm. singing happy? Yeah. If that don't never come out, we should just invite CeeLo to karaoke. Just so Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the world do you understand how much the world need to hear that? Yeah. It's fun. It's as it's great too. That that song already <laughs> sold like twelve billion copies. They should at least leak that. Nah. Alright. Nah. We can't redo it and say I'm in a good mood or nothing. I'm I'm feeling decent. (laughs) Decent as hell. That's the best they gonna let a nigga feel. Cause we decent. That's about right. Don't wanna be happy cause they'll shut the whole shit down for real. Niggas be decent. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, that's gospel. What? what? That's all of these. We, can we should do it. Decent. Decent. He, hey, man, ain't nobody got that one. <laughs> Come on, you the AR, make that quick the call. I call CeeLo. Call I know he'll be with the shit. He'll do it. I'm going to call do it the down son here. first and then have your son tell him. And what you should do is have him do it at y'all's show. Decent. Let him, let him do it live like Eric Badu did uh, Tyrone. What if we fucking record the shit and it's on hard than the motherfucker? Then he send the bill and that one won't be able to come out either. Damn. I <laughs> mean, sure. When he damn. all right, man, I appreciate y'all fucking <laughs> yeah, with oh, me. Yeah, that was tight. That was tight. Yeah. Delete that shit. <laughs> Delete all that. Nah, I think you good. I think you good. Like you, you understand? Y'all like y'all are like a big part of the culture. 
We ain't even know it yet. Yeah. See, we still playing catch up. See, we still putting the whole history of the culture together. Okay. So that's why we that's had right. to bring you. Okay. Because there's so much shit you've been a part of in Atlanta, mm-hmm. in the world, that had an impact on the culture. So once we catch up with, all right, this, these are the people who was like, this the culture that we were seeing before we was a part of it. Right, okay. Look at how much of my favorite shit you done put on this list. So I got this platform. I got to invite you and ask you, nigga, how, how you, how, how? Man, you know what? Just be, being open to it. Like, that's it, man. Like, the, the, the real of it is I've never put that much on it because I recognize how much goes into it. Like, how many people, like, it takes to make some shit, like, work for real. Yeah. That's why this, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's like my awareness for that makes it, like, not that it's, it, it makes it to where I just want to keep doing shit. If I see somebody doing something dope and I can help or assist, if I can put somebody together, if I can, whatever I can do to kind of amplify or, or put a, a, a amp on that, like, that's what I feel like I'm supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. but that's on some DJ shit, too, because it's like that muscle of being able to, like, play music, see a crowd, trying to find a way to make everybody feel involved. It's like when, when you can figure that out, if you can do that in other places, it's... it's you know, same feeling. How long you been DJing? Shit, since I was 13. What is that? AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. It's almost here. The Nick's anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, like 30, I always wonder. I always wonder how how people know that could be a DJ. Mm. So this is weird, right? So th- this is probably like the, like the the most hip hop ass story like ever. So when I was like 11, 10, 11, 
I used to go to the airport in Atlanta, um, at Hartsfield. They used to have the shit where you can take those little carts, and when you return them from like people leaving them, it would give you twenty five cents. So I used to go. We would go find all the carts, take them, get the money. They had a game room in the airport, like an arcade. So me and my cousin would go in, do this shit, and play video games for like an hour. I'm playing video games one day, and this dude walks up. I'm playing this kung fu game. You know, it's like a two player jump. And dude was like, "Yo, shorty, can I can I play this game with you?" And I'm like, you know, some weirdo shit, like, you know, not like why. And um, so he's like, I mean, no, nah, no, nah, it's just, you know, I, I, it's my game, it's my game. And I looked up, and he had a necklace on, and it had like Chinese lettering. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we playing, and I was like, what does that say? And then he was like, it was LL Cool J. And and I'm like, what's that mean? And he was like, ladies love Cool J. I was like. But I, this is like, again, 10, 11, this ain't like, I don't know yet. So, but like, this is like hip hop is starting, like to, to branch out. So I'm in the airport and he's, he's talking to me and I'm like, he starts breaking down that he travels the world. He's in Atlanta doing a show and he has this song, radio. No, I need a beat. And I was like, oh, I know that shit. And then I'm like, so wait a minute, so what you doing here? And he, he's telling me all this shit. Like I travel the world, you know, I'm, you know and he's LL Cool J talking. So I'm like, a kid like, oh wow, it's like some mean Joe Green shit. <clears throat> and he's like, yo, won't you come back? <laughs> and I don't, and it shit sound weird saying the story now, but he's like, won't you come back and meet my people? And I'm like, I tell my cousin, let's go. We and this before TSA, so you can go wherever in the airport. So we go back to their gate, and it's him. It's like the Beastie Boys. It's like, it's like Def Jam. And he's telling me shit, and he introducing me to Cut Creator. And he's like, he's the DJ. And he's like, I'm like, so what you do? Because he seemed like the most chill person there. <coughs> like, he was like, like the, you know, like the Beastie Boys are like sprawled out in the airport. It was like a, it was some rap shit. But he seemed like cool and aware of shit. And he was like, well, you know, I keep the shit going. And that, we go fast forward. I go home, I tell my mom, for Christmas I want turntables. And she gets me turntables and that's how I started. Man, that's the craziest shit I have ever heard, bruh. A lot of people then came through here and told a lot of stories, but ain't nobody told no fucking LL Cool J story. <laughs> so you just a kid minding your business with a pocket full of quarters, <laughs> relocating airport buggies. LL Cool J like, yo, little man, what type of fucking Coca-Cola commercial shit is this? He done told an 11-year-old kid, yo, son, I'm a rapper, I travel Yo, come meet my people. Those are the Beastie Boys. Excuse me, they drunk. Young man, make better decisions in your life. Don't be drunk at the airport. My man Cut created right here. Like, he's the father figure of the group. You see how he's a red? <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> and then as he was leaving, he took off his kango and was like, hey, little man. <laughs> Now keep no. in mind, oh, man, no, no, this no. was the 80s, so he went home. He was like, yo, moms, yo. I was in the airport today, cold chilling. <laughs> and little Cool J pulls up on me. Where's my mother? I'm sorry, you're my mother. Listen, <laughs> so he wants me to, yo, he, he totally wants me to go sign with Def Jam. I was like, LL, no disrespect to my man, but I'm 11. He's like, yo, shorty, we got tutors on the bus. You ever heard of these kids? Yo, look at this dope chain he gave me, huh? I'm really part of the crew. He's killing. 
So I ran away at 11, went on tour with Def Jam. I didn't and Jermaine did. Exactly. Damn. See? Yeah. It could have been you and Jermaine. Yeah, straight up. Damn it. Man, yeah. that is some of the dopest shit I have ever heard. No, the, the, the best part of it for me is like, so I had this little Radio Shack Walkman, and the nigga asked me, to, could he buy it? And I had bought it. I had paid like man, $10 for it. Look, look, up, look listen, I paid about $10, $12 for it. My mama did. I sold it to him for 40 Bro, what type? LL Cool J. You remember this shit? Come up here and tell us what happened. It was really LL Cool J. And that nigga bought your Walkman at the Atlanta airport. 40. For the 40. At 11. I that had $40 in like, like about $40 plus, plus about $7 worth of quarters I had. Like, nigga, I was so good. I bet you came home like, Mom, you can quit your job. <laughs> we made it. This airport shit is I got this. Watch. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be a black kid and come home with forty dollars. Your grandma yeah, you gonna do? break down crying. Oh, oh, oh my grandson in the street. <laughs> yeah. He came home with a pocket full of money. Quarters, no less. <laughs> oh man. Man, that's the wildest shit though. Shout out to LL Cool J. Yeah, man. man. Without that man. interaction, none of this shit would have happened. Yeah. All it takes is that. They just need a little game. piece of fucking. Yeah, they, they want to go play some fucking video. This games. how good of a DJ Cut creator was, bro. You didn't even see him DJ. Not one fucking time. <laughs> you didn't even see him around no fucking. But let me tell you music. what happened, though. But let me tell you what I did. Like about three months after that, that fucking what's my DJ's name? Cut creator. I heard that goddamn song. Like I know this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like. Bro, until you told this, like. I bet every time you have told that story, it was unbelievable until this point in time. <laughs> now people on the internet going to be like, yo, I worked at the Atlanta airport back then. He is not lying. Somebody know. <laughs> I'm saying I was up that bitch every weekend, bro, like just taking them fucking buggies back. Damn. You probably made first hundred thousand in quarters. <laughs> I had definitely That's had. one of the busiest airports in the world. I'm sure it was carts everywhere. Bruh, listen, I feel like they stopped letting you get the quarters because of us. Like, they don't do that shit no more. Like, you can't go get no refund now. Like, Man. Like, we caked, we caked up. That's crazy, though. Damn. Did you ever run into LL Cool J again? I did, yeah. Did you tell him that story? I did. Did he remember it? No. Nah. He was like, I remember, he, like, he did, you know what I'm saying? He did it. Atlanta? <laughs> okay, okay. Because he probably was doing Bruh, shit like everywhere. He probably like buying little niggas Walkmans. Like just like a Walkman, like Radio Shack ass. Young niggas don't know I'm doing them a favor. They don't need that shit in me. And you know what's crazy? Today, LL's playing the seed. Today I bought this little hat from the, the dude, that, the Waterboy dude. They got these hats. Waterboy's in the hood. I got it in the car now. Like, you got to support. You got to pay it forward. Okay. Wait till that one day they catch you with no money and they stun on you. You Man. think them water boys out there struggling? No, 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 no. I didn't say no more. All right, broke ass, boy. Uh, Don't worry about it, nigga. Boy, no water, boy. Choke a heart here. You talking about <laughs> Yeah. Hey, man. I, I respect the hustle. It's fine. They'll keep it real with you, though. Because yeah. they caught me. I ain't had no care. They're like, I wish you had no money. Go ahead, bro. 
We just fuck with you on the show. They real, bro. Some of them. Like, they grown. I some of them, them niggas, that's what I'm saying. Some of them niggas is grown men because the nigga had me shaving under his neck. Hey, man, they definitely yeah, had grown. Shave bumps and shit. I'm yeah, like, yeah. where are you? Bro, keep shit up, bro. Go ahead. The light green, bro. The light green. <laughs> light green, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> you asking way too much. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, nigga gave me grown man eye contact. Like, what? Oh, nah, cool. Alright, let me get one of them hats. Man, them niggas take that shit serious too. They need to just let them post up, cause I had threw the nigga five dollars one time. He was, I was like, bro, you keep the water. He like, man, drink that damn water, bro. I didn't hear like that. Just drop him on the seat. I was like, I guess, bro. Like they care. They, I guess they give a fuck. That's how you, they got a name. They build a brand like, like that shit that made it out of Atlanta, like. Like the te- the myth of like like it's mythology in L.A. Like just like Dallas Austin, like everything in the world that didn't happen, he was right there. Yeah, you yeah. work with Dallas Austin. Yeah, how yeah, you run? How you run into Dallas Austin? <clears throat> um, work well. Dallas used to live in College Park, so it's like skating rink. Like everywhere the niggas was at, Dallas was there. Right. Like, but he was just See? there as the rich. And that's dude. what I was saying. Like he be everywhere that niggas be at. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas, I mean, because he, he's from here, too. Like, I think that might be the Atlanta superpower, like, the ability to be comfortable wherever you at. Like, you get there, you're like, all right, I ain't finna disrespect nobody. I'm not going to allow nobody to disrespect me. It's going to be fine. And you just enjoy it. Like, we don't really go out of town and cause problems. You don't hear about Atlanta niggas going somewhere and causing an uproar. It just don't happen. Man, that might be the coldest shit you said, though, man. I hope hey, all the niggas in all the other cities just peep the message. Man, learn how to fucking act. <laughs> <laughs> so much great shit can happen when niggas start acting right. That's it. Act right. A little act right, man. That's, I guess that's just the down south shit, too, man. We a little... I, so. I mean, we crazy in our own right, but at least we, you know, it's a certain level of respect that's given before it's just disrespect. Yeah. And it's actually used as it's whatever energy you bring is going to get met. Yeah. More than, um, yeah, it ain't even disrespect at that point. It's usually like shit, self-defense. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, and the element of surprise, too. That'll do it every time. You know, sometimes you might be arguing with one motherfucker and then a hundred motherfuckers turn yeah. around and yeah. you're like, all y'all with him? Yeah. Nah, I was just saying, hey, bro. Hey, like, hey, tripping. You like, at a nigga. You feel like. Hey, man, listen, I seen it like it's a, um, it was this, oh, this club, 559. Legendary comedy spot too. Absolutely. Okay, so this okay, amateur night five five nine comedy shit. Some dude it's it's a part or project from next year called Harris Home. Come on. Okay, so niggas from Harris Home would come <laughs> to five five nine to do amateur night. Like comedy? Really, yeah. Like they just come, like at the bar. So it's just regular hood niggas and they would come sign and who like you know how like boy you should do that shit. Them niggas, like all like the, a gang of them. Yeah, and they would just come do it, and, and so like they up there, and they they not necessarily funny except for the to the niggas who came with them because they know the joke, right? Like, you know, a big head ass nigga, so you know what I'm saying? And they talking about somebody specific, right? So it's killing these niggas, but the, okay, right. them three, the niggas rolling. But so it's this particular night, it's two dudes from New York, and it's '90s. It's like early '90s. Now, 94-ish, 95. My, Versace might have been just kicking off. Okay. So, like, short sets and, and, and Cartier. So, they it's some, some New York dudes there and there. 
they're frustrated by not understanding the jokes. So one of them stands up and is like, yo, man, cut me out. Get the fuck off the stage. And, like, goes, you know, he went ham. And dude on the stage said, hey, buddy, hold on, hold on. Hey, where you from, Shouty? He said, the boogie down. He said, oh, okay. So geographically, you're you not really thinking this through. And he was like, huh? And he said, see, because the way I see it is, if, if some shit go down in the next five minutes, you got to call New York. I got to call the bar. <laughs> and at this moment, he was like, what? And he was about to wolf back. His partner jumped up and knocked him clean out. Saved the both of them. His own homeboy His knocked homeboy him? knocked him the fuck out. Clean, cold. Bro, that story was going like this, then that bitch went. That's, that's how... That, so, so... The reason why he stood up is because when he said my folks at the bar, literally the whole club stood up like, yeah. It was a save. It was, he he saved. went in defense mode. He yeah, was, he was like, bro, I... Oh, y'all think I'm with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep the show going. Who next from Harry's home? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> stand this nigga, B. He's always fucking saying the wrong shit, man. No disrespect. No disrespect, son. I don't, like, know, I don't know, son. But I know, sir, I was supposed to buy something from him. But you yeah. understand? So I don't know, sir. So when he wake up, I'm going to knock him back out if the show ain't over. No All disrespect. Right. Now, finish. He, from, he said the book. I'm from Harlem, son. I'm not- <laughs> yeah. No. It never it took a turn for him, man. Damn. That's some crazy shit. Comedy Club always got some bullshit going on. If it's going to be a hard, like if they got a good headliner, somebody get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, I didn't know that. Last show I had in Florida, I knew she was about to get crazy. They was laughing so hard. Lady leaned back, her whole goddamn wig <laughs> fell off. I'm thinking she finna, you know, try to scramble and put it on. She just took the motherfucker off and laid it on her chest. She <laughs> <laughs> I put it back on in a minute. This shit. She laughing hard in the motherfucker, man. Some lady, she drunk, she mad. She get up, talking shit. She then came and sat all on the stage. I'm thinking security about to come. So she get up and get back walking around. This black lady just came up and was like, bop, knocked the ass out. They, they was about to throw her out. I was like, no, don't throw her out. They threw the lady who got knocked out out. So as she get up, she's still in the club fucking with people. How about this shit? Crazy. The white lady get up, slapped the shit out of her. Everybody in the club cheering like a motherfucker. What? I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Because if this shit make the news. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. It wasn't me. It was the crowd. That's yeah, how Florida get down. Man. Nah, whatever, whatever brand of comedy you brought. Oh, yeah. That's when that shit started happening. It's, it's ass kicking me good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to switch it up, do some dolphin jokes or something. <laughs> this other shit too bad about it. Y'all on the road. Y'all, y'all out now, right? Come on, man. No, I see it. You see it? We out here. Ghetto Legends Tour. Yes, sir. We're right here. Yeah, man. How, how's it been out there? Man, we taking it one step at a time. Like we uh, been hey, overdosing hey, hey. on wine. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Just one, man, it's been all love. Uh, people missed the hell out of us, man. Yeah. We went to Biloxi and sold damn near 8,000 tickets, man. Just out there showing mad love to the people who need it. One time for Biloxi. Yeah, exactly. And making came out and showed us love. Making what's up? Hell yeah, we got a, we got some cool shit coming over here, man. We just working. Okay. Yeah. 
We got motherfuckers like you coming through here and just dropping game on us. Let us know the LL Cool J is out here buying Walkmans and for little kids. But like what it. else strange done happened in this motherfucker? Man, I don't, man, I don't. that can't be the wildest shit that done happened in the music industry. No, it's probably not. But that's that's a cold one though. Yeah, that one applies to me, so I can you know I don't mind having to tell that story. Damn, that's a hell of a come up, man. Oh, listen, that man. might have just been destiny for you to fuck with that music, then. No, absolutely. I feel like, look, I'm not fighting it. Like, and I, I think that's the other one. It's like, I ain't fighting no feeling. Like, if I if I felt that it's honest, and that's what I'm roll with. Mm. So, I feel like my discernment is in good good standing because I don't really I, like my intent is good. If you do good, good will come to you. Yeah, you from the south. What do you mean? Like, I'm really from the South. I'm talking about like, like with that water pump in the front yard. Yeah. That's that's the type of South. With that good cold air water in there. Yeah. Yeah. That type of shit. Okay. I'm talking about I'm so from the South. Like our dog ain't never came in the house. You feel me? Yeah, it's outside. That dog, don't bring that dog. I'm talking about so from the south when you can spend the whole weekend at your grandma's house and don't have no clothes. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's fine. Turn the things inside out. Exactly. I'm real south, bro. I'm talking about when your grandma and your mama they open up all the doors when they fried chicken. You can smell that shit in the whole neighborhood. Yeah, but it don't it don't fuck the house up. Right. You know about that. I'm talking about lay your school clothes out. Yeah, and, and not because you're choosing, it's because it's what you're wearing. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, it's real South shit. <laughs> it's real South shit. Yeah, like, boy, go to bed. For real, for real. Take your ass to bed. South. I'm talking about real South where you be like, I'm hot, and they just be like, be still. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down somewhere. Be quiet. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's the real South shit. I'm talking about. Where the ice cream man just pull up and turn the van off. Mm-hmm. That's it. One stop. Yeah, first of all, it's going to, because the person with money going to take about 10 minutes to come out of the house. One stop. Mm-hmm. And he ain't playing no ice cream man music. Mm-hmm. Straight Master Gucci. P. Well, I'm sorry about all He playing Gucci Lemonade. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. The that's the official hood ice that, cream that man. Exactly I've heard that. Lemon Pepper Wines in the Freaker. Yeah, it's real shit. Damn, Damn I've man. actually heard that. Hell yeah. Like, I've heard that, like, recent. Yeah, okay. Damn. Did they change it? I wonder where the I wonder fuck how you buy an ice cream truck from. Ice cream <laughs> truck store. You ain't never rode past nowhere and they had a bunch of ice cream trucks out there for sale. <laughs> I mean, where you get a mail truck at? They don't sell mail trucks, do they? I mean, they not about to let you have a mail truck. Unless you work for them. You got to work at the post office to buy so like an old like mail a truck. for like ice cream niggas. I don't know. I think them niggas be making their own decals. But who put the refrigerator in? Some of them don't have it. It just be a chain defreezer in there, bitch, with <laughs> a power converter. There's an electrician, too, then. Hey, man. You do what you got to do. You Grip do what you got to do. That's what it is. That's a hustle, though, because we ain't never even find out who ice cream men work for. Where the ice cream came from. Exactly. These motherfuckers might be working for the federal government. And y'all talking about Corona. And then they always talk about all the shit that they put in the projects in the ghetto. Won't nobody investigate where the fuck all that ice cream came from? 
You're thinking about it. Yeah, because right? I'm like, I don't know these niggas. They, like, they were all old, weird. urban areas and places Please that you couldn't know. get pieces delivered. And they would show up right at the most violent time. If like you in think the middle of football games, like shit. Like about six o'clock when it's almost dark, these nigga pull up, ting ling ling ling. You can hear that music. <laughs> like, everybody know what the fuck that music is, nigga. The dope boy, like shit, ice cream truck. Hey, 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 little man, hey, little, hey, hey, bring, hey, bring me a baseball glove with the bug on. <laughs> what you want? A moon pop? A moon bomb? What you want? Yep. And then you remember all those uh, like propaganda don't do drugs movies from the eighties? They have kids like getting shot because they didn't bring the dope boy his change back. Yo, little man, where, where's my five dollars? See, kids. Why was he shot? Because he was smoking crack. That's like what? No, he tried to take that nigga Monday. If we go back and watch that shit now, they probably destroyed all them. Them little Friday afternoon special shits they used to show us in at school. Man, listen, like, I'm, I'm watching, um, like, they do these, like, commercials from the 80s, and you see how, like, weird shit look now. Like, the people that you bought shit from, like, kids buying from little pineapple cut white boys, like, they, their hair was, like, in their bangs, like Justin Bieber. I'm gonna fuck you up. Remember that show, Mr. Wizard? Yep. Creepy old white man. Just pick up some random kids, take them to his house, and do science experiments. This makes this LL Cool J story way weirder the way that you talk, like, when you think about think it. Think about it, man. LL Cool J in the airport. All these people trying to, yo, LL, can we get a picture? No, by the way, no. It wasn't even, he wasn't famous yet. This was I Need a Beat. It wasn't videos. Oh. Like, it wasn't, like, this is, I don't even, what was it, like, 80? This was real underground hip-hop shit. Yeah, it's like, I Need a Beat. Like, this is, there's, this is Death Jam. 89? Yeah, oh, early like eighty six. Yeah, that's it. Ten, eleven, yes. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's like he was really just—he was on the come up. He's just a good-hearted dude, I guess. You know, yeah. Like, he's still a nigga out here hustling. Like, let me buy that Walkman for over. I mean, over, how much? Forty. All right, here you go, shorty. Because he had to know the shit was Radio Shack. It was like realistic. It probably said Radio Shack. It said realistic. Like, that's a Radio Shack brand, whatever. He just probably just really needed one. He might have been listening. What if he was listening to the the demo of, like, the rest of the radio album? He was probably listening to the instrumentals and writing the rhyme. That's what I'm talking about. On your shit. Now, that's new face type shit. That is. Like, that guy, damn, new new face. new face type shit, man. Like, yeah, so 84 is, yeah. Damn. And you really been out here in these streets. Yeah, it was 11. Yeah, that was 11. So you said, you, you're so deep in the hip-hop. How you get to, in the studio with Pink and shit like that? Um, so I started doing like You A&R. got a broad range of shit. I like music, man. I yeah. grew up, like, I, I, it wasn't an algorithm. I put, put us up on some shit that niggas might not know about, like some outside of the normal shit. What should, throw us some shit we can go fuck with. You mean like just basically some white people shit? That's There's hilarious. some shit you know about that you wish more niggas knew about. You know what? It ain't even. I don't know. If it's not white people shit, but nothing like that. But Suggy Otis, like it's Suggy Otis. Suggy Otis. You fuck with it? I know you. See, I'm, okay. Oh yeah, he he he's different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is, it's like a bunch of it's like so much music, bro. Like at this point, I don't even. 
Like my brain just like shut down when you ask that question. Damn. Like you're stingy. There you go. New face. We done talked him up. That's crazy. <laughs> New face it. is actually here. Shuggy Otis. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Let me think. Who? See, I'm and I'm just in a different place. I'm I'm also I'm really heavy money bag yo right now. You fucking with money bag. Y'all ain't did nothing yet. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, he worked with us at um, well, he worked with Pharrell in the Neptunes. Tell, so tell me about out. this shit, man. Tell me about what you and Pharrell over there doing. Um, honestly, man, we're just trying to keep contributing, bro. Like that's that's honestly all it is. It's like the goal is to be able to contribute and and learn from like everybody, like the newer the newer artists, the, the catalog artists, the classic, you know, the people we came up with. Right. But like making sure that you know there's a bridge of information and and just just the fundamentals get get passed on. If for real came on this bitch, I know this shit'll blow up in Japan. <laughs> You know how many people that is? A lot. It's billions. Just don't know. He, yeah, he's popular, man. He's popular everywhere. Like, Happy yeah. was like a big song. I was just about to ask you, is he going to do another one? He can't do another Happy. How do you do He that? should do every emotion. <laughs> Say. I'm Got down. Me fucked up. <laughs> Grab the gas. Cause these niggas don't know that shit is real. Nigga, that'd be hard. Yeah. Put money bag yo on it? Nigga, what? <laughs> huh? Pooh shiesty? Brr. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, anything is possible, bro. <laughs> you be playing that shit? You be putting them up on shit? Like the new shit? Yeah, but like on some real shit, like, for, like I think we all put each other up on shit. Like, he'll hit me with some, like, he might have hit me with Moneybag, yo, one, one morning. Like, yo, you listen to this? I was already up on it. But the fact that he woke up at 6 in the morning, like, you heard this shit? Like, and then that's what happened. He actually went on his podcast, said how much he liked Moneybag, yo. Moneybag's people reached out to me. And then we were like, well, yeah, let's get them together. And, yeah, then we got two records on, the, on this new album. Fuck took you so long to say that, man. You just saw me pull up in the money, Carlo. You I know did. I be listening to money bag you on that bitch. I just looked at my wrist and got time today. I use that voice when I rap his yeah, shit. Yeah, because it's, it's a good voice. It's a great voice to rap. I don't there. like niggas. I don't like bitches. I don't, I don't like nobody. nobody. I don't backtrack. <laughs> I don't miss nobody. Man, fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah. That nigga cold, man. Yeah, man. There's so many cold niggas out here, but every rapper that's rapping about some violence shit is getting life. I mean, listen, bro, like, especially when they rapping about it and it feel real. Shit, it is. That's the point. It like, be on video. Them niggas that go in the club, get to fight and shoot that bitch up, drop the coldest song the next day, put the surveillance camera video. In, in their video. They put the news clip. 16 people were shot at a local Atlanta nightclub last night. Y'all nigga know what it is. Nigga got shot, shot last night. something to do with it. Nigga got shot and yeah, I had something to do with it. They said 16. Nigga got shot and I, I had something to do with it. And I had something to do with it. Ordered a drink about 12. Bitch, he didn't come. Went to the car, changed my shirt, and got, got my, my gun. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Them niggas be too detailed, bro. Yeah, nigga had on they the red shirt. They get on the song, make the disc record. 
not only talk about the shooting, but talk about the injuries and where the bullets hit that nigga, bro. Yeah. Your homeboy talking shit, but that 12 gauge hit him in the chest, came down his breast cavity and hit him in the breast, came out the nipple, hit his back, now he paralyzed, hit him in the eye. He could see I had on a disguise. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it was Ronald Reagan, because I know nigga don't know who that is. What? <laughs> They tell you the kind of bullets that you two, two, three, hit the car, engine cut off. What the fuck? <laughs> tell your little partner my bad ain't many stuff on his jade. What? <laughs> no man, like these <laughs> niggas are too they they good at what they do. Yeah, man, like, but I'm they, just saying, brother, if they just changed the subject matter and made it positive, it might even hit harder, bro. I'm telling you, what if niggas just start rapping about shit that you never expected them to rap about? They start rapping about fucking solar systems and hidden planets and shit. Niggas start rapping about that hidden color shit. There's actually more people who know about that than there are who actually know how to sell crack. Exactly. Everybody don't really know how to sell, though. Nigga, crack crack really been out of style. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm saying, like, it it ain't really, like, the the biggest population of people don't do criminal shit. Do you understand, like, crack ain't even, like, a selling crack ain't even a top profession no more? You can make more money as a YouTuber than you can selling crack. You can make more money doing live streams for two hours than you could selling crack for a whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fly. Like, if you're doing it, you just ain't, you just didn't develop, like, no new skills. Do you understand you could trade Forex right now and make more money selling crack? Do you understand that people who sell crack make less than people who work for Amazon? <laughs> Minus, that's not even including the benefits. No, there are no benefits. That's what I'm telling you. Think about when a drug dealer die. You don't. I'm just saying, when they, when you ever seen like when a street nigga died, them niggas, be, they net worth be 16000 Like, you did all yeah, this in the streets for $16,000 Like They still doing GoFundMe? Fuck. <laughs> nigga, you owe 12000 on an Escalade. So basically, all right, you did. You took all these chances for $4,000, my nigga, and some outfits. Hey man, but throw back Thursday though, for the rest of your life. That's what you did it for. Remember that? I mean, I remember I was that boy. Nah, man, I don't shit. Cause I remember real drug dealers. Not saying that the what, drug okay, dealers. Sorry, yeah, what does that mean? Nah, I'm just saying like drug dealers from the '90s and shit. When I was growing up, that shit looked like the life. It's like pre-internet, right? Man, before the internet yeah. came, man, the drug dealers just looked like they was having fun all the time. They had nice cars. They had fine women. They had the nicest animals. They had the best dogs. They were just what yeah, the they drug were doing. They might have had some. They might have Everybody snakes. Everybody was outside. All the crackheads was outside washing cars and shit. <laughs> it was just. A better environment when the drug dealers, when they was just put outside being drug dealers with the music playing. And you, your uncle would be like, hey, get your ass from over there. <laughs> what? The dr- they're not even selling drugs right now. I like this song. We're just in the neighborhood. I grew up. Get your ass in the house. You know they sell drugs. <laughs> they're going to the jail. They're going to the penitent. All of them. Everybody. Look at them. 
it was always that one old nigga who didn't approve. Y'all just going to sit here and eat this barbecue that he bought with this drug money. <laughs> Do you want a rib? Hell yeah, I want a rib. I'm just saying. I thought y'all wasn't going to give me. <laughs> yeah. It's no. back when the drug dealers gave a fuck about the community. Yeah, they had to. Just saying. Like, they didn't have a side hustle getting, like, doing Instagram Live. They need to, but they can't be on Instagram Live talking about the shit they did while they were selling drugs. They do, though. But you can't they do it now. I'm, I'm like, trying they do, to like, tell they, their guns, their drugs, their, like, like, all the stuff is on the live. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. That's, that's the other act right. I tell motherfuckers all the time. I'm ne- you don't, don't record me doing shit illegal. Well, just, see, my thing is, I just don't do it. Me either. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah, it's not worth it. I need to be in a safe environment. I, by the way, the trap is a very, like, I feel so safe here, bro. It's, it's, it is safe. It feel like it. Yeah, it's because not that we're doing, we're just trapping media out of here. That's all it is. It's the 85 South Show. Yeah, this yeah. is the number one rated black show amongst people who, brother, who used to sell drugs, man, like. When they do the polls, they get real specific. <laughs> Analytics. You ask any black woman named Kiki what her favorite show is? This one. Yeah, dead ass. But I, I mean, this is a dope show, man. Like, y'all actually, like, y'all put, like, because I'm, again, like, I'm, I don't know, I, I'm not famous, though. So yes, you like, are. No, no, Look no. Look at this. Look at all the shit he did, y'all. No, it's me. I work Nigga a lot. Nigga was in the studio with Pink. You famous, bro. I work a lot. White people like you in this music industry, you good. <laughs> somebody was like, you know who we need? KP. Somebody get KP on the goddamn phone. Okay. See? Actually, by the way, that was L.A. A black person did that. But he told a white dude, because you know he had a white dude, probably named Zach. They were, Zach, do me a favor. <laughs> call KP. Favor. favor. Let's get KP on this. Okay, I like that story. Yeah, I made it up. I like it, Zach. What the fuck was that? Hell yeah. No, man, I just Shout out to L.A. Reid, though, man. He put a lot of black people in position. Like, yeah, bro. Like, him and, his, him, him and his crew came to Atlanta and brought, like, some infrastructure. Yeah. Like, to a bunch of talented people and, and gave, like, real outlets. Which one you met first, L.A. Reid or Babyface? I met Pebbles first. Pebbles. And she introduced me to L.A., and then I, I met Babyface last. So when you was meeting them, did you understand you was meeting some of the titans of the music industry right then? No. Oh. I, I, I knew that these people had some cars I had never seen. They had these funny trucks. Like, they had Range Rovers back when I didn't know what a Range Rover was. So I was like, man, they got some spaceship trucks. So I was just listening because I was like, they had shit. Right. And I was like, I, I seen that in a movie. That's a good reason. Drop that. Look, listen to people who have shit that you don't have. They know some shit that you don't know. Look at that. Especially if you want the shit. But yeah. clearly you need... That's why that dude started making them internet videos where he go up to people like, Hey, man, what you do? Oh, yeah. mm. And the people, they know about the shit now. Yeah. Now I don't want nobody to tell them for real. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, I, oh, I, I install aquariums. <laughs> <laughs> White people be lying about their job. They're like, you're going to show up and take that motherfucker. <laughs> they be making up shit. Uh, I, I, I hang up home decor. <laughs> Don't tell black people you can make money doing this shit. <laughs> Secret job having that, man. Secret That's money. a cold ass ring, man. He played for the Lakers or some no, shit. Man, my, my granddad. Your granddad put my, you up on that? Yeah, he gave me this. He left me this. 
That's a family heirloom. Mm-hmm. You wore it to the trap. You see how much? That's special. Absolutely. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. It's almost here. The Knicks anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Knicks' biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your granddad, that's his ring. It was. Yeah. He a real one. It was. What was he doing to have a ring like that? Just kind of ring shit. Just just at the card game <laughs> talking shit. I don't need your little money, man. <laughs> My grandson, nigga, work with Mariah Carey, motherfucker. Yeah, goddamn cars again. Nigga, ring this motherfucking big. You think I give a shit about this brand new truck outside? Motherfucking man, cigarette. That shit was goddamn dead on. Granddaddy talking big shit. Yeah, man. That's a hard ass ring, though, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. You miss your granddaddy? Yeah, man. I was telling him about my granddad on here the other day, man. Yeah, no, that was that was like my that was my real dad. For real. I was telling him how my granddaddy's drawers ain't never fit. Whole life. That's funny. Drawers was too big. I don't know what he could have did if he would have had the right size drawers. Right, <laughs> Nigga, you just know he chafed up. Like I'm just saying, I just know he wasn't comfortable, man. Yeah. Damn. Boxer briefs. What if they had boxer briefs? Nah, cool you know, he just wore straight old man drawers. Yeah. Man. Tidy whiteys, them old ones. Mm. The old fruit alone with just the blue stripe. Yeah. The blue stripe and the gold stripe. <laughs> old ass drawers. Made out of t shirt material. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, man, my, yeah, hey, man, my, like, but my, yeah, my granddad, like, he, he was that, his, his, his drawers fit. <laughs> That's how he had that ring. Yeah, bro. it draws fit. Like, okay, My granddad dad left me a pocket knife. And <laughs> <laughs> get now ring. Taking all my shit with me. <laughs> he wore the mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Try to get it off. They had reinforced the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, man. So, so, okay. What? I'm just like this. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I don't want to be. I don't want to be the. Like, who is this nigga on here on the couch? This nigga. This is who he is. <laughs> He's responsible for all this shit and some more shit. Nah, man, you you ain't gonna be that nigga. Okay. It's just dope to know that there's dope ass people around here, man. And you, all the shit that you did, all your accomplishments made this shit right here possible, man. Yeah, all man. that work y'all put in and made the city hot. And it's like the light that y'all brought to the city is still here. You get what I'm saying? This shit's still going on. Oh, it's somebody it's, it's in the, wild it's, because I'm like, you I'm, know, why all these studios at around here? No, I'm, the, I'm in this three mile radius is. 30 studios. You don't know what the fuck going on tonight. Yeah, I grew up on Deal. Up the street. Like, this, like, this is like... Like, just seeing all, seeing all this shit grow is, like, amazing. Exactly. Ain't I on a pill? Right down Deal. Right there. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it's a testament to how many talented people in Atlanta, man. And, Everybody and, talented. Yeah. You might fuck around and be against some Waffle House nigga come right back. Hey, bro, no disrespect. Y'all get through eating. I can rap for you. Yeah. And be fine. Be fine, the motherfucker. And be from somewhere you ain't never heard of. Yeah. Shit, I'm from goddamn Book Tusa, Georgia. We yeah. just came up, DB. Cause you know, shit. Trapping and shit, me and my baby mom. Take my name in your phone. You got Instagram? <laughs> I don't really fuck with it like that. Cause my phone for it, though. But, you know what I'm saying? But I'm on there, though. I'm on there. I got, I, I hit you. Shit be locked. What's crazy, man? I hit, I, I ran into a nigga in a gas station like that. A couple months ago, and hit him, and the nigga played me something so left. I was like, "Damn, I, okay." Like, Damn, he didn't even know. I, I don't know if he knew or not. I just know that he really was not interested. Damn, like I think, and, but but it made me laugh in a, in a way that made me kind of proud too. It's like I like that people now know that they have the power to do their own shit. Part like, of being great. Yeah, it's like man, dude, like bro, I got it. And, and and he and and what he said made me. Um, it was like it was almost made me feel hopeful, like on some end of a movie shit. And he was like, you know what, Sean, I'm gonna just take my time and do my do my thing and get, you know, the folks are gonna mess with me right. as they mess with me. I, I was like, all right, bro. Like, I appreciate it. It takes forever to do that shit, but whatever. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate whatever. that. You bet. Nah. <laughs> nah. Like, See, that ain't how you make it. Hey man. Hey, but but you know, hey man, that's what I'm saying. It's enough information out here now for people to be right and wrong. That's what I be trying to tell them is like it's enough information out here for people to be right and wrong, and you are wrong. You have to know that you're wrong. You're fucking up. <laughs> Don't nobody want to hear about that part. You you fucking up. This you're gonna make some good decisions and you're gonna make some bad ones. That's yeah, part of the game. But hey. that one right there, you that was a bad one. You fucked up. All this goddamn Google out here, and you still don't know nothing. Hey, man, these smartphones don't make smart people. I'm just saying, at least get a second opinion. <laughs> hey, buddy, what you think? Buddy buddy, hit me. <laughs> what a name is? Man, hold up. Oh, shit. Bro, that the nigga from uh. Nigga. Shout it. You know? Man, call shout it back right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, niggas don't be knowing. I like. I think. I, I think that's nobody should know unless they care. I feel like you should care enough. To, if you don't care enough to know, then shit ain't for you. Like I'm like, man, learn some shit about what you're trying to do. I know. That's why I be watching Walter Cronkite and shit. 
One day they gonna Media. give me yeah. a late night talk show because I know how to talk to niggas, and they gonna have to come through me because I'm the only one over here prepared. Be like, welcome back to daily nightly black news. <laughs> I'll probably be have a hope with my beard all thing the way out. Great that thing out. So I can look more believable. Yeah, get you some glasses. Today we have KP music. You make producers, don't you? Yeah, that type of shit. Like, you'll be like the nigger whisperer. Right. Yeah, like whenever they need a Negro, I'm like. They gonna have, well, I, at some point, I know that they're going to need an older black man. And I'm from Mississippi, too, so yeah, they might just way. be like Reverend Carlos Miller. Reverend Good Doctor. Yeah, but you can't see, like, they like older black men who don't want to be popular. So you can't really look up at the camera. You got to act mm. like you're shuffling something. Mm. Today so you say, in black people news, <laughs> <laughs> looks like we're going to be black forever. <laughs> don't change, don't try, but don't tell no lies. There's some shit. I know it's my purpose is deeper. I got you. Yeah, right. so you got to research. Right. That's another one. You got to research. Who, you, who did you research? Um, Clarence Avant, Gerald Busby. Um... The Russell, Russell Simmons, Andre Harrell, you know, and when I got to know L.A. Reid and Babyface, like, then I started digging into like their history, like with people like Dick Griffey and people they they came. That's a cold them. name, bro. Dick Griffey, he's a gangster. They sound like it. Yeah, but but it's like you so you start figuring out these stories and start figuring out the, the similarities of like the the work. You know, and, and and the people and the character and the and the the character you have have to carry right. if you want to um, maintain. So it's like the, I looked at the people whose music I like, like and looked at the people who were behind that. Like I would like I just read, like I read credits, then I I read biographies on those people if it come up. So it's just like get as much information, and that way you kind of find out that as different as special as you are, you're not that different, and you're not that special. You know what I mean? So it's like. But all these special people did this much work. Hell yeah. Like, I read Miles Davis' biography, and when you think about That motherfucker practices. was a... Yeah, but he practiced. Like everything, he, but he was just... He was just he had so much fucking yeah, time. He could literally do everything. Yeah, everything. He, he, was, he, was one, he was a superstar. Like, and that's what I'm saying. He was a superstar <clears> at that. Like, everybody, if, if you figure out your thing, you can be a superstar. <laughs> Welcome back to the 85 South Show. <laughs> um, and this is my thing. You feel me? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I'm hanging in there like they're rocking me. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> been not hit me. KP, bro. Don't yeah. let this be the last time you fuck with us at the trap, man. Cat, cat got a question. Yeah. So, like, with your skill set and what you've been doing, where's the weirdest place you wound up? Like, I never thought I'd be here. Um, what was it? Two, two years ago, 2018. Um, I, I'm, so I became Pharrell's um, music supervisor, music director. See how you don't be telling us shit? Okay. And, and That's the shit I'm talking about, bro. It's too regular to you. No, this, this is not regular, by the way, to me. Like, this is like one of the moments. Like, okay, bet. Okay, so I'm, I've never done music, music um, um, supervising before, like in the, in the um, music director, that's what it was, music director for his band. Now, I'm not a musician. I'm a DJ, but I'm like... I know how I like to hear his music. I'm like, if you drop it like this, like the crowd will do this. And, you know, so he was like, well, why don't you put my show together? <clears throat> so he ended up doing that. And then he asked me, in turn, asked me to come DJ for him on the road. 
<clears throat> okay, so that's like cool. Then fast forward, we end up doing this um, festival called Something in the Water. And it was an idea he had where he wanted to just bring, you know, like, like tourism into Virginia Beach, where he's from. And um, it was around the time that they usually do Black College Week, like Beach Week in Virginia. And um, they, you know, just we wanted to figure out a way to program and give them something to do when they were there. Because every other time they come, something would happen, like, you know, kids, restless, silly shit happened. So we like, let us program it, cool. The shit went over well. We did the show, and we did a Pharrell and Friends set in the show. And I'm the DJ. So Pharrell's friends are Jay-Z and, you know. So at one point, so that night, we're, we're doing the show, and we're bringing people on. And Jay-Z, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm sitting on stage, I'm DJing, and I look up and I realize, damn, I'm DJing for Jay-Z and Pharrell. Like, and Jay-Z's like my favorite rapper, but I, but I kept thinking back at that moment, I was thinking back to getting turntables and like how this shit, these turntables got me to, you know, rocking for 40,000 people, but being the DJ for like, Icons, cultural icons. LL Cool J, put you. Come on. Put, you know what? That's the name of my book. LL put me on. LL Man, put me on. The, the, the full circle of that. Yeah. Cause like, if you if you go back and you look, shit. LL Cool J went on to become of the same status. You know what I mean? A yeah. god MC no, like he's, that. He's he's one of the greatest. Like, and and most accomplished. Like, didn't fall off. Like didn't go like he he acted the one of the first successful hip hop artists mm-hmm. like for real life successes got a radio station you know rock the bells and like yeah it's like like hip hop is dope it really is yeah I feel like that's my like I'm I'm so when you realize you you DJing for Jay Z and for real did you fuck up a little bit like oh shit hold up let me get back <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Hell no. That would have made that. You, Man, that been the worst. Oh, wait a minute. The worst. Hold on. Oh, oh you ready? <laughs> hold on. No, no, hold on. Wait, no, no, wait, wait. No, which one? Shit. Oh, shit. Damn, Jay. No, nigga, because it was no, you. No, nigga, you know, because I'm looking at you and you're doing this shit. And I'm like. Beyonce and Okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Nigga. Not at all. Fuck that, nigga. No, at some point. Let me tell you when I'm not fucking up. <laughs> when the light on like that, no. Fuck Never. That. No, I practice. Like, I practice. I'm not going to, no. Nope. Like, I'm, I'm too hard on myself for that. There you go. Stay focused. That shit would have been hard to contain. Man, it would have been horrible, bro. Like, like to go all this time with a good name and shit <laughs> and be the nigga who fucked up the Pharrell and Jay-Z show. Hey, man. No. Because that could happen at any moment. You could be doing too good. And then one of the, like, no. in the middle of one of those breaks, they'll be like, yo, who's your man? Yeah. <laughs> he's, dope. he's dope. I like him. And then you be like, ah! Okay. Okay. Right. Just went back up. <laughs> Watch this shit. <laughs> man, listen. He goes crazy. These nets be. Nah, man. But just, yeah. I don't know. See a shit like that, man. Where else you gonna hear that from? Somebody like somebody got like somebody got this similar story. Like they like No the fuck they don't, bro. LL Cool J may have bought one walkman. <laughs> it ain't no niggas, it ain't no bunch of niggas out here with a story about the time they was DJing for Pharrell and Jay-Z. Niggas don't be knowing. 
Niggas don't know what to do when Pink in the studio and her shoes off. They don't know what she want to hear. Pharrell, one of the coldest <laughs> niggas to ever make some music, and he was like, "Yo, put my show together." Like, nigga, I, can't, I don't know what the what you feel like doing today, bro. <laughs> I mean, you got on snow boots and a fur coat. What you what you want me to do, Pharrell? Just do happy a bunch of times and let's get the fuck out of here, man. If these niggas like everything you like. <laughs> they trust you. It ain't no work to this shit. <laughs> you went to a Pharrell concert and that nigga just did 16 songs you ain't never heard. You be like, nigga, Man. that new shit that Pharrell got? Shit. Be like, oh, that was from the old album. What? When that shit come out? It's my shit from 96. What? <laughs> <laughs> he has music like that. Yeah. He got a song with everybody that's good at music. Yeah. I mean, he's good at music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's super good at that shit. Like, that's it. I guess that's the, the When story. you got a nigga who got this many hits, how, how you gonna super arrange this shit and make a show? He literally got 50 songs that'll turn the fucking arena upside down. But he wasn't really playing them. Like, cause I think that's a, like, you know, you get tired, you know, you, I don't know. You just like, you get numb to your shit. Like I wouldn't if I, you know, I don't know, but I guess. Yeah. So he don't know. He's like, man, what shit, what songs you think they like? But his songs be too big, bro. You fucking play happy around him. He be like, yo, turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> I get mad every time I hear that fucking song. <laughs> bro, I'm no disrespect. Play some more shit, but don't play that. <laughs> yeah, nah. Nah, you better be able to, nah, you gotta appreciate happy. I'm telling you. He probably get a royalty check just by us mentioning it. I mean, sing it if you. you I'm not going to. Because then my shit, my shit fuck around and be too dope and they won't let it come out like the CeeLo shit. <laughs> New Face, did you know it's a CeeLo Green version of Happy? You heard it? New Face might have this in his it? bag. Is it out? Can you find it on the internet? You got it in his computer. That, no, shut the hey fuck man, up, hey, New Face. Hey, by the way. New Face going to set up one of them old tape decks. Yeah. Hold on, you want to hit? Hold yeah. on. Line this tape up. You got the dad play, like I got a dad of it. What you bring, New Face? Oh, shit, come on, bro. What you got over there? This gentleman has been a part of it. Oh, shit. Oh shit. Carlos talked about it briefly. I don't know what's you know. See? Things. So this is a group I was in for advisor. May everybody know about PA? Let's, I don't know why, why that's 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 Where does this take you back? Yeah, okay, so first of all, it's the twenty year anniversary of I'm serious. So that's crazy. Fuck that niggas that be holding the wall. Yeah. Shout out to Tip, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. This is the first time we worked with Pharrell, actually, on this. Like, really? well, no, no, it was you don't have to call. This was after that. I'm sorry, um, but like the first rap shit, like, like this, I felt different about because he was signing my label, and I'm like, yo, like, yo, you'll work on this thing, this this new dude I got, and he heard it and was like, yo, he's crazy, and yeah, so tip, yeah, and he's just been this nigga this whole time. That's the, <laughs> the shit I love, right? 
That song went crazy. We got a for real oh, beat wow. with mixed. Tip and Beanie Man. Yep, mixed by Duro. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was something I didn't know either. Again, like I said, reading credits. Yeah, it's crazy. This bad mind, you get shot anyway. Mm. Okay. Oh, yep. Get over there. Uh, yeah. First, it's first. Shake him off. I feel like Shake him off was first single. It's first single. Young Buds. Yep. First group signed to Ghetto Vision. Yeah, let's see what's that. A Ghetto Vision ain't real no more. Picture that. Um, <laughs> ATL is re- Oh, wait a minute. Listen to KT, Cat and KP. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was the Bad Boy remix of ATL. It's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, boy. It's all your work, man. Come on. It's, yeah, shit. Yellow. They were just talking about Yellow Wolf. No face. You know, Yellow Wolf used to pull up at the Camel Toe Contest at Dance of the Week. <laughs> By itself. By itself, bro. I'm telling you, bro. For real. I used to host the Camel Toe Contest. That's funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, Yellow Wolf used to pull up. That's about right. I, yeah, with the crazy-ass haircut with the little rat tail shit in the back. Mohawk on What's the side this? shit. Oh, oh yeah. All you right. ain't even talking about the Kendrick shit. Man, listen, that like that's that's the thing that I feel like is like I'm probably like just grateful to be a part of because it's like at the moment it hit and what it stood for, what what it means now for it's like, an anthem now. It, like it's a black song. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you know it's like that's like a good. Tell them what song you're talking about. Cause oh, they don't know. I'm sorry. All right, there you um, go. by Kendrick Lamar. Um, yeah, it's like. Being a part of that is like that. That actually, I think, is one of the moments where you know how some shit happened. And it's like, oh, this changes shit. Yeah, change the trajectory of the movements and marches and protests, and it changed the face of the anthem during that moment. You know, like when Jesus, my president's black. Yeah. It, it changed, like you said, changed the culture and it went this way. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's just one of the things. Like you, again, it's like. The, I guess the other part is just like stay, stay, like stay true to you and your people, like the, because like Pharrell, this relationship starts. It's I'm serious to this, you know what I mean. So it's it's you know I think you, you at least twenty. That's twenty. Yeah, so it's like you know, like I feel like you know we all have been through ups and downs, and we've been hot, not hot, you know, and realize that it's no real. Like the hot shit is like. Some somebody made up to make you feel like insecure about if you dope, and once you realize it's like man, just be creative. Like just do the shit that you love doing. Like don't put don't don't you won't you won't even give a fuck about the time. The time goes by. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's funny. No, it's, hey man. I was buying anything that had that logo on it, bro. So I've always told you personally, but man, it's just you know. Just no, Appreciate it. Yeah, man, you're a real one, bro. And, oh, and, I and Thank your you. contributions to the game shall not be overlooked. I don't know how many other platforms you've been on, but it's it's an honor and a privilege to have you over here in the trap on 85 South Show. Hey, I, I appreciate it. I 1,000% do. Um, I'm I'm like this is one of the ones that I'm like like I like I told my kids I'm like yo I'm gonna be on 85 South like like it's like there's some cool shit. I did the same thing before. Yeah, it's stunning on me. Like, like yeah, when I used to come, I used to do that shit. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, this shit is like this is this is dope to me. Like, so I appreciate y'all having me up up here and 
you know, kicking it with y'all in the trap. Oh, man, like, wait till this shit come out, and then your people gonna hit you and be like, nigga, I ain't know you on that bitch. Why you ain't telling about that time? You forgot to get Monica's sandwich, and she wouldn't. Uh, yeah, for I ain't got no story about getting no, Monica's sandwich. No, I'm just fucking with I mean, no disrespect. I would. I mean, if my, if my we gotta get her up, up here, man. I've been trying to get her up. She said she would come. I'm surprised she ain't been up here. She, she said she, she would come. She, 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 very home in the trap. She at home. I know she loved ghetto shit. That's my nigga. I, I was hosting her. a shit show one night. She pulled up. She had her own microphone. I don't know how the motherfucker was hooked up to the club shit already. She had her own gold microphone. <laughs> she pulled that motherfucker out. She walked in the club. With a fur coat on, every trap nigga in there was damn near crying. I'm talking about they was about to cry. She sung three songs, a flop, two or three songs, didn't she? Three. three songs. I'm talking about sound like the CD. Nah, I mean she, she, you know, she that, she that, she that one for us, man. Exactly. Like yeah, she, she's a real one. Like she, she's always come through. Like she came through. Like for real, Neptune just did some records on her new project coming out. Like they just dropped one with her and little baby. This some you okay. I, what I was about to say is like, and she has always come through. Like when I DJ, like I do these and friend sets, and like at one music festival, <clears throat> the idea that Monica came out on it, and it's just like the, the the way that people love Monica is like it's like the Tupac level shit. I'm telling you, man. She wanted to. I don't even know what how to explain it, but that is that, real. Like, that's all I got. It's like I'm talking about when she walked in the room. Everybody loved. They her. start smiling and shit. Like man. The whole shit changed. Like, they started talking, calling them Mo and shit. I'm like, oh, man. Like, like people love Monica. For real, for real. Yeah. And you can see her. She be everywhere, and she love man. back. Like that's, that's what, like, that's what it is. It's like the fact that she genuinely gives love, that's what that's what comes back from that. That's why she got to come up here. She got to. Well, look, man, don't let this be the last time no, you man. come, bro. That's the first time. Hold up. It. Wait a minute. Pause. Don't let this be the last time you come to the trap. Shit. You can't say shit no more. Yeah, I don't I, who got the craziest process. I don't know who has the craziest process that I work with because everybody has like everybody's like has their own special shit. Like like tip doesn't write, you know, but people do that. But it's like to to think about when he's doing them other voices and like this was you know when he first started doing it this wasn't like the everyday conversation that you don't write shit down but I don't, I don't know man I think everybody is oh what what <clears throat> huh oh oh that's funny like so we okay one time for Courtney Seals in the house um, what up why you over there you say nothing yeah Bear Bella one, you might as well come on over here now you might as well come over here now, bro. He's just chilling. He- yeah, sure. Okay. So, Bear managed Yellow Wolf. Well, we managed him together. And, and um, when we were toward the, uh, what was it, Radioactive? Oh, there it is. Somewhere. So, when we were working on Radioactive, we ended up working with Eminem. So, I got to call you or him to get uh, Yellow Wolf up here. Yeah. Hit, hit him. Yeah. You oh, don't oh, tell me wolf. to hit him because you know I don't got his number. I got you. You right there. You gonna need. You gonna want. You gonna need to get him up here. from the strip club before they told dancers elite down to come up here and fuck with me. He gonna know who you talking about because he yeah. used to be in there. He know. He Tell gonna know. Tonight. 
at, at the Camel Toe Contest and shit, mm-hmm. when he was on his Atlanta shit and he used to pull up. I remember it was me, him, and Jackie Chain and shit, and we were smoking one night, and then Yellow Wolf had a lot of weed, and he kept rolling up, and I was like, bro, why we smoking these big-ass joints and shit? And it was crazy. Like, whatever. It was a lot. It was way better. Go, he know, though. Just tell him. So... <clears throat> Watching this dude Eminem, like we were laughing about it, not laughing, but just talking about the fact that he just sits on a treadmill and runs and writes raps listening to a Walkman. It might be the LL Cool J Walkman. Oh, nigga, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, wait a minute, bro. How the fuck do you run on the treadmill and write raps? At the same time. But like running though, like not Full like speed. nigga running. Like you can run. Right. Like at the same time. No, you just see it like he's just saying it. He's just like listening to the beats and that's what he's I guess that was like That's some white dude ass shit. Cause that's just reminding me of a white dude. You remember in high school he's the one crazy ass white boy used to run down the hall real fast. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Eminem. Maybe he be trying to like make sure he gonna have enough to say to say the shit. Hey. There you go. Damn. That's why he don't fuck up none of that shit. Cardio. That that might y'all, be the other. Y'all can really just tell him he's he's better than most of the people. He don't really have to do all that. He's already. That's how you be better though, right? Like he's a perfectionist. He's a perfectionist dude. Like and and this shit you won't hear. I won't hear it. But he hear it. So yeah, I mean, hey, bro. So. That's some genius type shit, bro. Mm, you got a little genius. Y'all, y'all need to stop shit. recording your verses so fast. And, and do some cardio. And do some cardio. <clears throat> yeah, learn, yeah. Learn a lot, the whole of, a lot of rappers don't know their lyrics. <laughs> I hear it. Don't be that. You know, <laughs> I, hear some, I, hear some, I hear some thing. You been to the concert? You know the part where they be like, like hey, oh. hey. Yeah, they don't know. I mean, they doing so many goddamn songs, though, bro. They do like, how do you remember all them songs? You wrote them, or did you? They they yours. You should. You should know them. You should at least have a general idea, at least a verse where you could be like, "All right, cut that shit off." (laughs) Do the part you like. You can't do your part. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's different. Like, I mean, but they don't have to. Like, listen. they don't have to like the, the amount of shit you don't have to learn to come out with a record like I think that might be the only like thing I wish that um, there was just more um, interest in learning the craft like just a little bit more like because the longevity is just in it like you said like you can get hot by just doing some violent shit but usually that shit's short it happens just as quick as it blew the shit gone unless you actually put some time in and learn something like learn a skill in it like have some fundamentals right but you know hey, <coughs> that's, that was my old man river shit for the day hey well I dropped plenty of old man shit in here <laughs> this is the 85 South show yes, and we out this bitch KP no base yeah. Yeah, yeah hey man appreciate it nothing but the dope you ready hold up get a shot get a photo yeah, oh! Get a shot.
Oh, we're gonna do some shit over here. Breaking news. We got breaking news here. Hi, I'm Carlos Miller, live here on the scene at The Trap, and we have some breaking news. We just have a tour date that's been added to the Ghetto Legends Tour. Yes. Hold on. I'm getting more information. That's right. Saturday, December 18th at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, 85 South Show. Yeah, that's right. The return of the Ghetto Legends. Saturday, December 18th at the Fox Theater. Go to 85southshow.com for all your ticket updates. Back to you, Cat. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. Prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.